0: It's Day 16 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Day 16, the coming. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 6-7 through says, And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. Oh, I love how Sally Lloyd-Jones says this in the Jesus Storybook Bible. She says, and there in the stable amongst the chickens and the donkeys and the cows in the quiet of the night, God gave the world his wonderful gift. The baby that would change the world was born his baby son. Mary and Joseph wrapped him up to keep him warm. They made a soft bed of straw and used the animal's feeding trough as a cradle. And they gazed in wonder at God's great gift, wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Mary and Joseph named him Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God has come to live with us because, of course, He had. Oh, he was here. Jesus was born. An angel appeared to the shepherds in the field and told them of the birth of Christ. The angel told the shepherds where to go to celebrate Christ the Lord, the Christ child. Jesus was God and had been with God this whole time while his people languished in captivity, awaiting their Savior, awaiting Emmanuel, God with us, awaiting the Messiah. And here he was finally on earth. All of heaven rejoiced as God's plan for redemption was unfolded, as his plan to bring back his people to himself became a reality for all to see. Oh, Luke 2 19 says, But Mary, she treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. Luke is reminding us again that God the Father chose the picture of a family to usher his son. Jesus into the world. He used the picture of a family to remind of the father's heart for his people, his heart to love, nurture, mold, shape, and send out as ambassadors, his children for his family. Oh, the ultimate picture of this sending out is found in Jesus who left his throne in the golden streets of heaven to join an earthly family, to be the son of God and son of man to a world of sinners in desperate need of redemption. Oh, Luke gives us this sweet picture of Mary as a mother. Remember that it had only been nine months since the angel had told Mary that she would miraculously conceive the Savior of the world. Now she's with Joseph in Bethlehem, presumably with all of his family. She's had baby Jesus in a barn and shepherds have just come to visit because they saw angels in the sky while they were still in their sleep. Mary has chosen the best response to just stock away these amazing, amazing things that, and the amazing ways that she's seeing God at work and storing them and, and treasuring them in her heart. She's seeing the amazing ways that God is working in her family and she's storing them. Oh, she's also modeling for us an important response in our walks with Christ. You see, as we follow Jesus, he does miraculous things in our lives and in the lives of our family and we should treasure them in our heart. We should take the time to stop and tuck away the treasures of God's work in our heart and to thank him and to treasure him. Oh, a little later in the same Chapter Luke tells us the same thing again about Mary in verse 51 when he says, And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. Mary knew that she had a front row seat to the work of God. She knew that God had chosen her family to be a vehicle for the redemption of the world, and she didn't want to miss a thing. Oh, this is a story that is being told. There was a story that was unfolding in front of her eyes, and it was the story of her redemption. It was the story of our redemption. It was the story, beloved, of your redemption, and it was coming to life in front of Mary. You see God's great story from the very beginning of, of Genesis, when He created a perfect world. In, in the very beginning, in, in chapter three, where sin ruins this perfect world, God had made a plan to get back His people, and. This this story was unfolding. It was a great story. Oh, I love again how Sally Lloyd-Jones says this in the Jesus Jesus Storybook Bible. No, the Bible isn't a book of rules or a book of heroes. The Bible is most of all a story. It's an adventure story about a young hero who comes from a far country to win back his lost treasure. It's a love story about a brave prince who leaves his palace, his throne, everything to rescue the one he loves it's like the most wonderful of fairy tales that has come true in real life you see the best thing about this story is it's true there are lots of stories in the bible but all the stories are telling one big story the story of god how god loves his children and comes to rescue them it takes the whole bible to tell this story and at the center of the story there's a baby every story in the Bible whispers his name. He's like the missing piece in a puzzle, the piece that makes all the other pieces fit together, and suddenly you see a beautiful picture, and this is no ordinary baby. This is the child upon whom everything would depend. Oh, beloved, God is crafting a story through your life, and there are amazing plot lines All throughout there are amazing stories yet to be told but the first plot line the first story arc that must be decided is what are you going to do with that baby what are you going to do with Jesus will you obey him will you follow him and will you embrace him like Mary and Joseph will you follow him wherever he may call you oh the most awesome stories to tell from my time at lifeline have honestly been those families who were called to adopt a child with a terminal illness Oh, I remember a sweet family from Minnesota who were called to adopt a little boy named Tristan who had hydrocephaly, and they knew that Tristan would one day pass away. He would one day at a very early age pass away. They adopted not because they were looking to add another child to their home. They did not adopt because of some altruistic need. No, they adopted out of obedience, out of love, and out of a heart that was overflowing for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, beloved, when we let the love and life of Jesus overwhelm us, then we can't help but have a heart that's overflowing. And so on day 16 of Advent, may we look to Christ, may we treasure this gift that we have in Jesus, and may we store it up in our heart. Let the hope of Christ and let the hope of his coming and the hope of his birth pour over you this day as we prepare for Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior. For more information or to connect with me, please visit herbienewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit lifelinechild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info@lifelinechild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel to you this Christmas to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast Advent Edition.